Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, Discussing Photography, a podcast all about the things that we love about photography. This is Focus on Rotation, where I have different hosts joining me at the desk as we share and learn each week. Come and enjoy this week's episode with us. Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, Discussing Photography. Hi, I'm Steve Finkel. On this episode of Focus, I'm flying solo. On this episode this week, I want to talk about working with creatives. And we have talked about previously about the process of actually getting together with like-minded people who are creatives and what that can actually do for you. And I thought what I might do is share some of my experience from the last couple of weeks. I've been following around some street photography artists in Brisbane and I've been photographing them as they've been painting you know, documenting that journey of murals that they're painting. Been really fortunate to meet some really cool people, um, had some really cool conversations, and also capture some really cool images as a part of that process. And what I can say, I suppose, from that experience has been, it's been a super positive experience to the point where it really, I suppose, recharges your creative batteries. You know, you can shoot for ages and ages and you can get to a point when you're shooting where you're not I don't know it's just you're not firing on all cylinders for whatever reason you just kind of you've you know, hit the wall a bit creatively and it's not kind of I suppose enjoying it as much so sometimes you need that reset or sometimes you need that boost or recharge to kind of get yourself out there motivated and really you know enjoying what you're doing getting behind the camera and creating things. So I thought on this episode we might just talk a bit about that experience and, and what I've done so far with the uh, Brisbane Street Art Festival. So I've started from the launch of it, which was a big event, which I shot for about like five hours or so at the event. Got, got lots and lots of images of of all the things that were happening, some of the interactions Super positive experience, so much energy, so much enthusiasm, and it's just kind of, I suppose it's almost like contagious. I think when you surround yourself with people who are super creative and you kind of talk to them and, you know, and creatives are the same, it doesn't matter really what, you know, what type of medium you dabble in, whether it be painting or photography or sculpture or writing or or, you know singing or whatever it is there's so many parallels that you can draw from creatives that you know and I suppose the feeling is being around other people who are creative this is something happens and you just kind of absorb that energy somehow and it just really like I said really vitalizes so for you know the experience has been absolutely fantastic and I've really enjoyed pose the challenge and it's been the weather has been really challenging in Queensland in the last couple of weeks we've had a lot of rain and so a lot of these events are actually outdoors or elements of them are outdoors um, so it's meant that I've got um, drenched many many times and um, I think last week I, I pretty much shot all day in the rain you know fortunately some of the some of the artists had some cover but some of them you know were kind of battling between the showers and 
working with whatever they, they could do to help them, I suppose, battle the elements. But again, it was like I said, it created, again, a really cool, I suppose, buzz or energy, you know, something like, you know, you're up against the weather and you're trying to get the shots and the light was, you know, not always working for you where you wanted it. Sometimes it was great. Sometimes it was, you know, ordinary. But again, you make do with what you got. And it's just kind of, I suppose, you know, with um, photography, with um, trying to get the shot, sometimes it's about problem solving and working out how you get the shot or how you get something different. Like I said, it's just, uh, it's been really interesting and exciting and also, you know, go home at the end of the day quite tired because it really is, you're really, you know, giving it 100%, so it's really, um, it's really full on. But like I said, I just think the, the experience has been so great that I'd totally recommend if you've got the opportunity to work with any type of creatives and be involved in capturing um, what they're doing and kind of absorbing some of that energy, some of that motivation they have, that that will help your photography go a long way. It really will help you recharge those batteries and really help you get, I suppose, sometimes you get a clearer thinking around your photography and your pictures and the and the storytelling. And the thing I notice is like there's so much storytelling that can be done of the creative process, you know, right from, you know, the setup to the you know execution and then even when it finishes and it's over, um, all those elements can be captured with your camera to tell that story about how that painting was created. Because, you know, when you start with a blank wall, firstly, there's the blank wall comes first. So the, that's the first thing you need to you need something to paint on, so you need your canvas. So, And then once you have your canvas, you need then to have an idea what I could paint. So, you know, you, you have to come up with, a, with, I suppose, a concept or something to paint there. And then once you've got your canvas, you've got your wall, you've got your, your piece that you're going to create on that wall, you know, the next challenge then is obviously you need to get the paints there. If there's kind of, you know, the wall's high, you're going to need ladders and scaffolding or scissor lifts or some other you know things there to help you do it obviously too because well these are out in the with the public so you've got to be mindful of what else is happening so you know creating putting barriers and things up to to keep people safe so they're not wandering into areas that they shouldn't be so there's all these elements that happen and it's kind of interesting when you first get to um portrait that's been or mural that's been painted and it's maybe it's in the in the markup um, stage so it's all been marked up the artist has kind of worked out where everything's all the elements are going to sit worked out the scale and done all those things then they start applying color and it's interesting watching them layer on the paint using different techniques from you know some using brush and and then spray paint combinations and different, like I said, different variations on trying to get the right textures and, you know, the right flow and colour and just watching something come to life. So it is it is fascinating being behind the camera and you're seeing something being created. So you know that that was a blank wall, had nothing on it, and then you're seeing this image starting to appear. And it's really satisfying, like I said, being able to document that and capture that process along the way you know the artist has to stop and has something to eat or have a drink and 
they're human. They're not robots. So I mean, but they're all. It's all a part of the process. I mean, that the process of creating something like this. It's you know, it's it's so many interactions to get to the final product. And when you do get to the final product, you know, you can just see the joy and the, I suppose, the relief that they've actually completed something. But it's also then seeing people enjoying it and coming along and looking at it and um, falling in love with the piece. And like I said, it's been fantastic that people have had the opportunity too to to be able to talk to the artist as they're creating. And that's, I mean, I think that's the really cool thing about having street art festivals where the artist's output is, it's, it, I suppose, I, I talked to a few of the artists about this, about, you know, it's really performance art. So they're actually, as well as they're out there painting, but they're actually performing because they're on they're on view to the public. So they're there to kind of create these images, but everyone can see exactly what's going on. So if you mess up something, it's all there. Like people can see you fixing it or you knock over the can of paint or you, you know, have some other malfunction happens you know it's it's kind of you can't hide it but i mean that's that's real life and that's how things happen in real life that things don't always run smoothly but but in the end it all kind of seems to work out and you know the final result is the proof in the pudding like it's uh, you know it's the cherry on top you've done it it looks great and you've been able to involve people along the way like as kind of audience members and like i said for me the the idea of being able to go along and document and capture that process really appealed to me. And it also appealed to me to be able to maybe capture something about the artist and either at, at the beginning of meeting with him I'd, or, or sometimes towards the end, I would ask the artist to pose for a couple of environmental portraits. I always tried to make sure they had something that fitted in with what they did you know um, they say oh should I change my shirt this has all got paint no because no you're a painter and that's part of the story that you know a painter's going to have paint all over their clothes or you're going to have if you're using pressure cans you're going to have a mask around your neck because you've been kind of using the mask or holding a can of pressure pack in your hand and, and even playing up to the camera with the pressure pack can is really cool too which some of the artists were really good play around and like I said it's kind of they all the artists have their own individual style and I think that also shows through in some of the, the portraits. You can see some of their style coming through, which is kind of interesting because I think every artist strives to have, like photographers, develop their own style and be recognised from someone just looking at a piece and maybe trying to work out who might have painted it. Same thing happens with photographers. You know, sometimes you look at a photograph and, you, and you're probably... That's the thing about you know once you've studied um, somebody and you've watched their work and you you do get a you do get a really good feel for what they're about and like I said you start to see them you start to see in their work a bit of the artist is coming through and that's I suppose that's where the style part comes and that's the part that you kind of recognise that you can see that that person does something in a particular way or they you know they shoot from a particular angle shoot a particular subject in a particular way so it's always cool when people like I said mix it up sometimes and they shoot something something a bit different and kind of put their own little stamp on something that's kind of everyone else shoots but they do it that just that lightly fraction different to be able to I suppose interact with other creatives one of the really cool things is that you know a lot of these 
artists have come from all around the world for the festival. And one of the really cool things, you know, talking to a number of them, you know, they've been staying in kind of a share house. They talked about their kind of experience of being able to be kind of live in with other other artists and people sometimes like they haven't, you know, it's the first time they've met them. Um, they've just said, you know, that there's some, you know, how people just click together sometimes. And I think it's because creatives think in a particular way. And I think sometimes once you you find someone who kind of thinks the way you think, it's kind of really easy. It's really easy to kind of talk to those people. It's, I think it's really easy to connect with them and understand them. And I think that's sometimes a challenge for people outside the creative community. Sometimes that they see people as being a bit quirky or a bit, a little bit strange. But really, just them expressing themselves and um, showing some of their style. And it might be, like I said, the clothes they wear, or, or, the, or the, the way they wear their hair, or other items, or even the even the content they paint. Like some people can paint some really contemporary stuff and other people can really you know push some stuff that's really out there pushing boundaries of lots of things happening lots of little pieces inside a big picture um which is really cool to unpack because i mean some photographers do that as well they you know pack a lot of stuff into a picture and it's there for the viewer to unpack bits and pieces and to work out how each of those elements fit in with each other how how they might actually all connect together in this episode of Focus, I'm just kind of talking about some of my thoughts and some of my experiences from the last couple of weeks of shooting around Brisbane for the Brisbane Street Art Festival. And like I said, the the feeling, I suppose, just trying to express the way as a photographer it's made me feel. And like I said, it's been super satisfying because it's been able to go there and, and capture people the way that I see it. And interesting, you know, there's other photographers involved and they approach things differently, which that's what we all do as photographers. We all have our own little way of doing things. But I think it's really interesting too because you do learn some stuff watching other people, how they shoot, and and trying an understanding of what they're trying to, I suppose, what they're trying to achieve and, and how they're actually achieving it. What lenses are they using? What cameras are they shooting with? You know, how they, are they shooting down low are they shooting up high are they you know what 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 tricks are they doing to try and capture the images a little bit differently so it's good how you can keep an open mind that and there's always like i said sometimes people have you can get quite i suppose how would you say you get quite comfortable in shooting a particular way and then you see someone else shooting and think oh that's they're doing it all wrong but then you see some of their results and you go well oh maybe they're not doing it wrong you know, one of the things you learn as a photographer is that there's more than one way to take a photo and there's no, I suppose, wrong way. It's just going to be produce a different type of image and convey a different maybe message to the viewer. And like I said, people will shoot with the stuff that they feel comfortable with and the stuff that they, I suppose, understand or the stuff that they want to convey to people. Like they want to be able to get their message across, tell the story, and do that, I suppose, simply and as beautifully as possible. So looking at the kind of the, the big picture of what, I suppose, the impact of street art after the event, I think there's so many cool pieces that have been created during this event. 
and most of those those pieces are destined to be you know part of the landscape for many many years to come and i think as people walk past and they see those images and some of them are very uplifting some of them are just absolutely beautiful some of them um get you thinking which is great and i think that's one of the i suppose one you know for a lot of artists that's the the key message is i want people to think look and think think about something that you um the artist might be passionate about or it's something that they're involved in at the moment and they want people to connect with that element of their work and like i said it's been i think great for the artist too to be able to to share time with other artists because sometimes like photography you know creating something can be a lonely process we're quite often doing it by yourself and for most of the artists being they're in a fairly public space there's sometimes other artists painting right next to them or around them or or it's a you know, a lot of traf- pedestrian traffic where people are walking through. So there's a lot of kind of people around. And I went and shot one of the artists yesterday who's painting under a bridge. I said to him, geez, it's pretty quiet down here. There's not much happening. He says, yeah, no. He said, there's been days basically. He said, well, I've been down here by myself. And I said, how, you know, how do you feel about that? And he goes, well, no, it kind of suits, you know, kind of suited him. He, he, enjoyed, he enjoyed that solitude of being just having a job to do and being able to just concentrate on it. So a bit like photographers, sometimes, you know, we like to be off on our alone, shooting something and, you know, being the lone wolf, just concentrating on trying to get a result in the camera as we shoot. Same as like this artist who's just kind of worked away and, and produced an absolutely beautiful piece, very, um, I suppose, very fitting for the location. It's next to like a waterway and it's a, it's a water dragon there's a little frog sitting on its tail and it's a really cool image for people in brisbane who might want to go and kind of find that it's in the stafford stafford area and it's underneath the bridge or webster road and it's um there's a bike way goes under the bridge there but you once you get down there you can't kind of miss this because it's massive it's probably i don't know i reckon it's probably 10 meters across by you know maybe six seven meters high so it's quite a big um section of wall that's been painted and it looks really really cool so like i said talking about mixing of creatives talking with creatives and it's good to strike up those conversations so i mean being able to kind of i suppose when i'm photographing some of the artists to get that initial contact and introduce yourself and then just um ask them a few questions and find a little bit out about them and it's interesting because like i said they come from different backgrounds they come from different parts of the world come from you know different parts of australia some of them you know first time they've participated in a a festival like this and some have done you know many festivals and they're quite you know i suppose quite used to it you know love the love it that's why they keep coming back but like i said for anyone who is a creative you know that opportunity to be able to mix and be able to, I suppose, exchange ideas with. Um, and, and interesting enough, a number of the number of the artists were quite interested in photography. So, which actually is, which isn't too surprising because obviously, if you create some artwork and you probably want to document it and take some photos and be able to show it to people because not everyone can always travel to the location where you've created your art piece. So some of them have had cameras or, or, you know, bought cameras and started to kind of learn a bit about photography and 
it was good to have a conversation with a couple and talking about you know and they're asking me why I'm shooting with the particular the particular cameras and lenses that I was shooting with and for me to be able to explain why I'm using this camera and this lens um, and people were you know like I said some of them were quite interested in learning a little bit about that and I was kind of interested in learning about their process as well one of the you know the interesting things about this festival is it's the first time I've shot fully mirrorless. Now, when I say fully mirrorless, what I'm saying is that I normally shoot with two bodies. So I've shot with the the R5 mirrorless body for for you know probably 18 months, but I but I pair that up with a 5D Mark IV normally, and that's what I shoot with. So I normally shoot between the 5D Mark IV Canon and the Canon R5, and a mixture of like you know RF and EF lenses. So this festival, something I did something different. I shot with an R6 and an R5, so two full mirrorless bodies, and I shot with nothing but RF lenses, so no adapted EF lenses. They were all RF lenses. Used the, which was great for getting in tight and shooting, because some some of the artists were actually up on scissor lifts, so obviously trying to get some shots of them in tight. So I was using the RF um, 70-200 stunning lens. Like it's been one of my you know, on the EF cam EF bodies. I love that combination, that lens, and that the speed of it. And the RF the RF version it doesn't let you down. Like it's it's, it's a stunning lens, and it and it just works so good. And the detail that you can um, capture is quite amazing. Right down to you know little brush strokes and things. Where they're painting, and like I said, it's just been a that has been a great lens. And I used on the other body I was using to do some wide shots, and I also needed sometimes on those ones to pull in a bit closer. So I was using using the RF twenty four to one hundred five f four lens, and I was shooting that mainly on the on the R six. And the R six is one of the, the exceptional things about the R six is you can you can let the ISO creep up and the the images are still so clean. I'm just staggered about the eye, you know, the low light performance of that camera. And then with the um, faster lens on the R5, because it's got a, a much bigger sensor, but you know, it allowed me to be able to kind of capture images and be able to drill into them and get really good detail. So, like I said, the combination of shooting mirrorless was really good. And again, it was kind of, I think, really good for my workflow. I found when I was shooting with the um, 5D4 and the R5. Loved both these cameras, but you were in a bit of um in a bit of a kind of a funny state that shooting between them because they are very different cameras. Both brilliant cameras, but they work differently and your process is different. So your workflow was kind of changing as you swung from from one body to the next body, your workflow changed. And that was kind of interesting that I found like being able to use the two mirrorless systems where you know you, you can basically see your exposure settings in the viewfinder and basically know what you're going to get. Being able to, I mean, some of these you know out, outdoors, and I kind of struggle, always struggle with the back screen on the cameras, looking at them in kind of bright light outside. That sometimes it's really difficult to see. So I find being able to review the images through the viewfinder in the mirrorless cameras is one of the the coolest things that I find I really enjoy. I can flick through and I can zoom in and out and I can look at elements of it and go, yeah, I'm missing it here or I'm hitting it. Yep, great. 
So you get a really good understanding. Because sometimes if you just look on the back of the camera, you don't always see it. But when you put your eye up to the back of the um, viewfinder and you're looking at through that electronic viewfinder, it's a great kind of tool to review what you've shot. So that's one of the things I love. So there's been a kind of, I suppose, excitement of being able to kind of work with some creatives and, and capture some really cool shots. But also that being able to work in a different way to how I normally would shoot and be able to get, like I said, some really, really good results. So I'm totally sold on the whole mirrorless um, aspect of photography these days. Loving the RF lenses. I was playing with a couple of other lenses in the mix as well. And I wanted to I wanted to try a couple of the, I suppose, cheaper RF lenses, particularly the 35 1.8 and the 85 f2 lenses they're not l series lenses but they're i think they're incredible bang for your buck those lenses both brilliant lenses so someone who's maybe gone mirrorless and they they do want a couple of prime lenses and they don't want to spend thousands and thousands on primes but they just want something that is going to give them a bit of an edge on their photography definitely check out the 35mm 1.8 and the 85 f2 lens because i think they're like i said really good bang for your buck and i kind of really enjoyed shooting with those as well so they were they, they were great lenses so they'll be they'll be something that'll stay around in my kit i think they're just going to be really good sometimes to go to those lenses to get kind of a different look to your images so on this episode i've been chatting about i suppose my experience with the brisbane street art festival you know mixing of creatives and also changing to a full mirrorless kit and then kind of, you know, hanging up the DSLR. And like I said, DSLR has suited me so well. I mean, I've, I've owned DSLRs for so many years. I, you know, I've had truckloads of different DSLRs and they've just been such brilliant workhorses. And I've traveled the world with them and I just love them and they've just given me fantastic results. And like I said, it was a bit of a kind of a, you know, I mean, I was one of those people thinking, oh, no, you know, I'll wait, I'll wait. But once I did start shooting mirrorless, now, like I said, shooting completely mirrorless has been, like I said, so refreshing. And like I said, just giving me such, I suppose, I don't know, it's just, it's kind of, I just feel like everything flows better. I was talking to another photographer about this and he was expressing the same thing. He's gone over to shooting um, things like weddings with two mirrorless bodies. Previously, he was shooting blended. Uh, DSLR and mirrorless and he just said this is something it just makes the job so much easier like you just I don't know you just can get in the zone and you can just stay in the zone where I think what happens with the when you're swapping between technologies you, you shoot with that one you get in the zone then you put that down you swing in the other and it takes a little bit to get kind of in the zone with that camera and then you may lose a couple of shots because when you're shooting stuff like an event like this where things are happening that's a fluid thing that like there's, there's people doing stuff there's people moving around and, and it might be that you want to try and capture some of the interaction of people coming in so if you're kind of swapping between cameras and, you, and you're missing the first couple of shots or not nailing it you could you know potentially miss out on a on a on a jam but i just found like i said i was just, just hitting it to the point where it's you know i overshot way too many shots on, on a lot of times because there were so many shots that were so good but at the end of the day 
for something like this event, you know, you have to choose some shots and you have to kind of cull them down. So there was a lot of um, shots that were nothing wrong from that went, I suppose, into the into the scrap bin because I just I had to kind of limit the number of shots that I submitted. Anyway, this episode we've been chatting about the process of working with other creatives and and the benefits it gives you, and also just touched on a little bit about the change to shooting full mirrorless. As always, we'd love kind of, you know, getting your feedback. If you have any feedback or you have any experiences yourself of shooting with other creatives and how it made you feel, or if you also have recently kind of gone fully mirrorless and um, just how you've been finding that transition and are you enjoying it? Because I certainly am and, you know, like I said, I'm, I won't be kind of looking for to pick up my DSLR anytime soon now. It's It'll sit on the shelf until I decide exactly what, what its fate's going to be, but it will be going into retirement. Anyway, this has been Steve Finkel for Photo Mission Focus Discussing Photography. Until next time, enjoy your photography. Have fun. See ya. That's all for this episode this week. Thanks for listening. If you have enjoyed the show, please leave us a comment. And don't forget to follow us on your favourite podcast app and social media sites. Remember, photography is a pursuit where there's always something new to learn. Safe and happy shooting, everyone.